Welcome to the Any Given Sunday kickoff show, where we look at what's next for the Cleveland Browns. We are part of the Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Network. Tune in now. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Any Given Sunday Kickoff Show, part of the Fanatical Elves Network. I'm your host, John Suchan, and happy Father's Day to all you great dads out there. We are happy that you are tuning in tonight, watching here on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, and we, again, are so just... You know, we want to extend our warmest uh, welcome to all those fathers, those, those great dads that you know, that I know, and um, those Browns, those those uh, fathers that are Browns fans especially. So thank you for tuning in. Hope you've had a great day wherever you're listening from. This is, again, our Any Given Sunday show where we kind of talk about what has been and what we have to look forward to here as a Cleveland Browns fan. I am your host again, John Suchan, and just happy to have you along. Hope, uh, you know, it's been Sunday. It's been a busy day for many of you. We've had cookouts. We've had uh, parties to go to. We've had swimming uh, pools to attend. Uh, So wherever you've been, whatever fun you've been having, we're just happy that you are here. The Browns have been busy uh, in in a manner of speaking, they're always in the news, aren't they? As a sports writer myself, I write for Dog Pound Daily, Cleveland Sports Talk, Northeast uh, Sports Insiders, King James Gospel. There are always things to try to uh, find to write on. Recently, I wrote uh, an article for Northeast Sports Insiders about Jerome Ford and happened to be wearing some University of Cincinnati gear tonight. If a Bearcat fan, Jerome Ford did play at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, he actually started his career uh, at Alabama, transferred to Cincinnati. In his junior year, he was outstanding, had some something like 200 and some carries for 1,300 yards and a plethora of touchdowns. I think it was upwards of 20 to 30 touchdowns. And he will be counted on this next year in Cleveland as being the number two running back behind the future Hall of Famer Nick Chubb. In the article, I you know looked at his numbers and what we should expect this year. When he was at Cincinnati, he caught 20, 30-some passes as well. And in the conversations with Browns general manager Andrew Barry and head coach Kevin Stefanski and running back coach Mitch uh, Stump, um, Stump Mitchell, that is. They um, talked a lot about the positives for Jerome Ford. And of course, we're talking about this in June. The season doesn't start until September, so we have some time. But all the coaches and the general manager, including Andrew Berry, have a lot of high praises for someone like Jerome Ford, who we should expect to see 
carry the ball much more now that someone like Kareem Hunt, who played with the Browns for three seasons and was partner up with Nick Chubb, will not be there this year. For many of us, it's sad. We want Kareem Hunt back. Kareem Hunt is from Cleveland, is from Ohio, uh, went to the University of Toledo, grew up in Cleveland, but he won't be back. So now we have Jerome Ford. Some out there also believe that there are all these extra free agent running backs, veterans that are still hanging out there by a thread that the Browns should bring them in to be the number two back. But no, it's going to be Jerome Ford. Plus, Jerome Ford carried um, a lot of – he returned kicks last year. He had 30 kicks for two hundred and or 723 yards on uh, return yardage. And um, it it's something that I think we should be excited about as a Browns fan. Yes, we don't, we haven't seen him in the backfield as much as we're going to this year, but the way the Browns are going to play their offense is going to be different. It's not going to be exactly the same that we've seen in the past. Some people fear that Nick Chubb won't get as many carries as he needs to get that magical number of 20. Some of you and I have suspected in the past would be what he needs 20 carries and the Browns win. Well, not necessarily. And Nick Chubb might only get 12 to 15 carries in many games this season. How many carries will that give Jerome Ford? Hmm. Not sure. Let's say he gets five to 10. Maybe he ends up with a hundred carries over the vast portion of the season. I would imagine he would get somewhere between five, 600 yards rushing. I think that will be just enough. The Browns offense is going to be spread out. There's going to be so many options for Deshaun Watson. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, I also wrote an article for Cleveland Sports Talk, and we really appreciate the support of Cleveland Sports Talk and all that they do for the Fanatical Elves Network. I wrote a top 10 or the 10 players in the Browns that need to really step it up. You know, they need to step it up. A player like, that's right, even seven-year vet Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yes, he's a great edge rusher. But he has not delivered in many cases. Some will say, well, he's double teamed, he triple teamed. Many people will ignore the fact that Miles Garrett doesn't show up uh, in big moments. Uh, the un- involuntary or not voluntary uh, camps that the Browns had, he's not there. I, I get that, nor was somebody like Nick Chubb or Joel Petonio. But if many of us were hoping that Nick that Garrett would step up and be that leader, but to be honest, and I think if you go back and look at the history of Miles Garrett, even back through college when he played at Texas A&M, he was never that leader. He was never that vocal leader that some of us were hoping that some of these great players that are future Hall of Famers in the NFL will be, and he won't be. His claim to fame is throwing a helmet at Mason Rudolph, who probably deserved it, but nonetheless, that's what we—that's what a lot of people across the NFL remember Miles Garrett for. Browns fans know that he has what carried the had the record of 16 sacks the last couple of seasons. Can he break it? Hmm. Hopefully, some people project him to have 20 or 25 sacks. Now that Zadarius Smith is in town, 
and we have other weapons on the defensive line, but we shall see. Um, you know, we talked about other players in that article I wrote for Cleveland Sports Talk, even player veterans like Denzel Ward, cornerback. He's living his uh, future on a 99-yard interception return against Joe Burrow two years ago. You all remember that. It was an exciting moment. Denzel Ward really stepping up, taking the ball back, and preventing the Bengals from winning that game or, or getting any momentum. It's a wonderful moment for Denzel Ward. But can you think of another play that Denzel Ward affected or been involved in? I can't. If you can, be my guest. And then you got a player, a younger player, a third-year player like Greg Newsom. What exactly has Greg Newsom done other than complain and seek a trade? So these are players that we really need to see step up. Obviously, the biggest person that needs to step up, and I mentioned this earlier, is Deshaun Watson. What should we expect from Deshaun Watson? There are a lot of people out there sharing their opinions of, of Deshaun Watson. And when you talk to a lot of Browns fans maybe even older Browns fans who've seen the Browns play over the years and seen the 30-plus quarterbacks. You have to really question what we're going to get from Deshaun Watson. Yes, there's this euphoria out there. Well, Deshaun Watson is going to have a great season. We just know it. Why do we know it, though? Why? He went 3-3 three and three last year and was rusty. You know it and I know it. Why do you think that he's going to be that much better? Currently, Deshaun Watson is traveling. He's in Greece. He's in Turkey. He's everywhere. That's great. Maybe he's not in Vegas kicking it back and partying with his friends, but he's halfway across the world. That's good for him. But again, we don't know what we're going to get from Deshaun Watson until week one. And then week two will be here. And before you know it, it's going to be week 11, and we're going to be looking back at the season and going, Either, yes, great, we got the Deshaun Watson we were all hoping for, or why hasn't it kicked in yet for Deshaun Watson? And we're going to be questioning that $235 million guaranteed contract that we gave that player. I hope, as you hope as a Browns fan, that those things go better and that he helps with that success of what we hope the Browns will have a Super Bowl run in them with him as their quarterback. We shall see. All right, folks, we're going to take a break here on the Any Given Sunday kickoff show, part of the Fanatical Fans Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. We appreciate their support in getting our programming off and running. And uh, we're going to, again, take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these commercials. Okay, welcome back to the Any Given Sunday Kickoff Show. This is your host, John Chan, and we are part of the Fanatical L's Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. And this is our show where we sort of talk about what's happened and what our expectations are and then what we're going to see this next week. And we have a lineup of great shows. We are providing some great content, and I hope you are tuning in. I hope you are spreading the love, spreading the words to those Browns fans across the globe that we are here for you. We are fans like you. We talk about the Browns like you do. We talk back and forth. We share our opinions. 
We might not agree all the time, but that's why we have a variety of programming on our network. It'll start off again with the Johnny Cleveland podcast. That's my show. That'll be coming up uh, tomorrow, Monday. On uh, Tuesday, we'll be posting the What the Elf Was That with the left guard, that's the great Joel Cade. He then will partner up with Elliot Cannell, the village Elliot, when they do the football philosophy and rocket science show. That'll be coming up Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday night, we'll be having our traditional fanatical elves show. Last week, we had the great Steve Gill all the way down there in Nashville, Tennessee. He's going to be coming out with his, I think it's called the Dog Pound South podcast, where he's going to bring a little bit of flavor of the Southern uh, style uh, and talking about the Browns and what the Browns are doing from his perspective. While he lives down there in Nashville, he sees a lot of stuff that goes on with, for example, the Tennessee Titans and um, those sorts of things. So I really look forward to hearing his perspective on that. We'll um, follow that up with Rod Bloom and his brother, Kevin or Jeff, that is not Kevin, Jeff uh, with Rod Bloom. They do the Browns blitz. I believe he's now going on to episode 203. He celebrated his 200th episode a few weeks ago. Rod is just a great contributor to our programming. He, um, so many of these guys, Rod and Elliot and Joel, they all live in the Dayton, Ohio area. Who knew that the Dayton Flyer area would be such a uh, great spot for Browns fans? So um, looking forward to all those programs in the next week. We've got just around the quarter, right around the bend, we have the Browns going back to training camp, the real training camp. It starts in Greenbrier, West Virginia. I want to say it kicks off somewhere in mid-July. The Browns are going to be playing in their first preseason game. It's the it's the uh, Hall of Fame game coming to you in the first weekend in August, August 4th or 5th. If you're a Browns fan, Joel um, – Joe Thomas is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I found out. I just want to give a shout out to um, the uh, great guy out there in Kansas, the uh, Browns backers up there, Josh. Um, he's our Browns president of the Browns backers Oz chapter. If you are a Browns fan, maybe you belong to a Browns backers club. Well, they've got one great Browns backers club in Wichita, Kansas. If you're ever driving through or fly through Wichita and you're there on a Sunday during the Browns season, make sure you stop over and follow the Oz chapter Browns backers. Uh, Josh is the president there. He's going to be um, coming into Cleveland there. You know, the Browns do such a great job. They actually host a Browns backers president conference that they're going to be having in the middle of August before the season kicks off. Part of that, conference is having a dinner at Cleveland stadium. Joe Thomas is going to be there and I'm going to have the opportunity to be there with Josh looking forward to that opportunity. They're also going to be visiting the uh, NFL football hall of fame down there in Canton, Ohio. And I can't wait to be there and be part of that. So, um, you know, there's just so many things to look forward to with the Brownies. They've got so much ahead of them. That first you know, stretch of games, we've talked about it before. We'll talk about it more on this, the upcoming podcast and the different shows. But there's going to be a lot of things going on in these, these first few weeks of the, of the actual season. The Browns play all four of their um, – or all three of their divisional opponents, starting with the Cincinnati Bengals in week one. 
They follow that up with a Monday night game where they have to go to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. They have a game, I think, in between with um, – is it the Tennessee Titans? And then they end up playing the Baltimore Ravens in week four before they go on a bye. So we'll see what goes on with that. By the way, speaking of uh, more podcasting, um, I am uh, considering as uh, help uh, the producer of our Fanatical L's network coming up with two new podcasts. And I love your opinions on this. If you want to share anything with the show, your opinions or things that we can do to improve our show, you can always email the show at L's network at gmail.com. That's L's network at gmail.com E L F Z network. Okay. At gmail.com. But we're going to be introducing two more podcast shows, two different platforms. One, we're looking at the title and I think you'll like this Browns fans. It's called the Lake effect show, the Lake effect. You know, we, we know what Lake effect is. Don't we Cleveland fans? Yep. Well, this Lake effect is how the Brownies play mental games and psychology psych us out as Cleveland faithful Cleveland fans. So we'll be talking all about the mental side of being a Browns fan. And the other show that we're looking to introduce and tell us if you like this one, it's going to be entitled the stadium mustard show. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Stadium mustard, where we bring you a variety of recipes with that might include stadium mustard and some other just great Cleveland Recipes that are good to be cooking out when the Browns are in season or out of season. And we'll provide you some of those great recipes and taste some of them and let you know our feedback on that. So those are a couple additional shows we're going to be throwing out at you over the summer and look forward to getting your feedback on that programming. Folks, I hope wherever you're listening to that you are having a great evening. You fathers out there, a shout out to my dad. Um, you know, I would not be where I am today without his guidance, his tolerance, his patience, his ability to uh, have a sense of humor. And he has been a great father, like so many of your fathers have been great to you. His leadership and the way that he's um, provided guidance, as I said, has been tremendous. And uh, I really appreciate my dad, love him to death. And he's a diehard Browns fan like you and I. So all you fathers, happy Father's Day. Again, this is the Any Given Sunday kickoff show. I'm your host, John Suchan. Everybody have a great night. Take care and go brownies.